Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chat, everybody. Happy holidays. Indeed. Yeah, we're recording a few episodes ahead of time. So you have an episode on Christmas. You get your Fire Team Chat show from yeah. IGN. So happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, we planned ahead. I hope you put bells in the background right now and snowflake sounds. And with with the holiday theme, we're going to talk about our wishes for destiny. Joining me to talk about this is Fran Mirabella. Hey, everyone. And Sean Finnegan. Thanks for having me. Glad yeah. to be here. So, guys, it's a holiday. It's a guardian Christmas, everyone. It's a guardian Christmas. I don't know what that means, but... And for the holidays, we are going to talk about our wishes for Destiny 2. So these are big picture items that we would like to see implemented for the sequel of Destiny, or Destiny Year 3, as as you pointed out. As everyone's listening right now, I hope that they did my biggest wish for Mm -hmm. right now, which is the ugly Christmas vest. For your guardian, which oh, is yeah. like blinking like lights tower. and a horrible design that we can all wear around the tower. Um, so yeah, the sparrow outfits. Yeah. No way. <laughs> they look great. Did you see the photo that I tweeted out of my It's like sparrow. a mishmash. It's super <laughs> pink and like really colorful and yellow and blue. It's ugly. Oh, oh mine's on so lockdown, great. man. I got mm-hmm. Tristess shader with my arc runner. It's dope. Oh, boy. Anyway, so this is not about that. Yeah, definitely not about that. I hope you guys are all having a happy holiday. First up, my wishes for Destiny 2. Or Year 3 Big Update, whatever yeah, whatever it year is. Three. It's a $60 game, if that's what it is. Yeah. Because as a reminder, Taken, or, <laughs> Taken King Year 2 was mm-hmm. technically, um, you know, what, about 45 bucks or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 40 so bucks. Yeah, um, yeah. You didn't have to, you know. And well, that they, was if you owned Year 1. But yeah, definitely. you get the idea. So my big wish for Year 2 is... An overhauled Crucible system. Crucible is one of my favorite aspects of Destiny, actually. Um, you know, there's problems there with lag and stuff once in a while, but overall, it is a great experience. Yeah. I would like to see Destiny 2 improve that experience with things that Bungie did with Halo. For example, imagine if you could make custom playlists in the crucible and set up your own modifiers like have rift but like maybe there's two rifts like you make like a capture the flag Mm. sort of game type just kind of community driven uh yeah set pieces on your own server yeah definitely what if you could make maps like in forge like take elements of the destiny world and make like Map-making? really really cool maps that'd be fantastic wouldn't it yeah it would. they I mean, did it with halo what was it Three? Yeah. Yeah. Halo 3 had the Forge map maker for the first time. And I mean, as much as, yeah, four, I played so much. I think of all of the Halos, I think Halo 3 is the one that I played the most. And a mm-hmm. huge part of my multiplayer experience was definitely involved with the Forge. Me and my friends, like, jumping into a map, like, sourcing items, building structures, mm-hmm. playing the maps. Sometimes it would be like, let's make an actual balanced map that we would love to play. And sometimes it'd just be total nonsense. Well, let's put, like, <laughs> this tiny, tiny map, but put, like, three scorpions in it. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot of fun. It can get super crazy. I mean, 
with how detailed the environments and world is in Destiny, do you think that that tool like that could even be built? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think they would probably need a new engine uh, from the one that they're using. Because even, just to point it out, in Halo 5, the Forge maps definitely look like, in terms of their design and detail, mm. a step lower than the officially licensed 343 multiplayer maps. Not a concern, because yeah. they all play really well, but at least for me, but a lot of community members have voiced, hey, these don't look as cool as the other ones. You think that'd be a concern? You're talking about three, right? No, I'm talking oh, about yeah. five now. Oh, five. It's talking yeah. about five. Oh, okay. Just a lot of the community maps, like especially the first two that launched officially and were made, like 343 kind of helped with those. They, they weren't great. Uh, I think they actually pulled them from Halo 5 eventually. Like no. they just took them out of rotation. You could still play them, but. Well, so it's a little bit strange with the Battle of Shadow and Light, which is the name of the update, which introduced mm -hmm. Big Team Battle, the Four Forge slash three four three maps that were designed were big team battle maps specifically, so they had their own playlist. That's kind of the big yeah. difference. But uh, with how flexible the tool Forge is, uh, you just kind of lose out a little bit on mm -hmm. super high detail and like really finely tuned like shrubbery and caves and detail just in the environment that makes the maps feel as mer as immersive as they are. Yeah. I worry, I think it would be really cool to have that in Destiny, but I worry you may have the same effect that Halo 5 has had as a result of that. I'm yeah. Those are some, yeah, I mean, those are some challenges that the Halo franchise has faced, but like for the Destiny world, Bungie has built the Forge Maker already. Yeah. They know what works and what doesn't and what the community wants. So yeah, I mean, they could improve upon that. Map making and community maps would be cool, obviously. Yeah, That's a no-brainer. When you said it, I hadn't even mm -hmm. been thinking about it. So, but what are you trying to say? Fix, for example. So you think you know there's not enough good maps, or no? I think the maps are really great, actually. I mean, if you're looking at technical things that they need to fix, there's a lot of server issues right now. Last few daily matches, I've just been kicked near the end of the match. Then I come back in and I have zero points, and then the match ends, and I get my marks, and I'm just like, that's yeah. kind of a mess. A lot of the beetle and errors, etc., mm -hmm. like that whole server side thing. Those are those are improvements that they need to make. Overall, I feel like the multiplayer playing field is pretty even. You know, if they could balance weapons from the start, though, like launch Destiny 2 with a really balanced weapon structure, maybe one or two. What does balance mean, though, for you? Just even. So, like, autos can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with pulse, you know, because right now pulse rifles, like, just decimate everything. And how it's supposed to work is, like, pulse and scouts, like, pulse are, like, medium range scouts are supposed to be long range but that's just not how it works so i think they would have to like look at the weapon infrastructure that they've built with destiny one and kind of reevaluate i don't for the know sequel. like the improvements that they've made recently i think are noticeable um mm -hmm. and it's hard but like right like i, I find you get this impression that well i can't use whatever um whatever this scout right now because now i'm playing up really close so i should have just used last word or whatever mm -hmm. but that's sort of the whole reality of understanding how you play on each map right yeah. different maps different weapons different play styles that you have to figure out mm -hmm. i'm not saying that it's totally balanced yeah what i mean is i do think it has a pretty decent balance um like i was just rocking it with monte carlo the other night uh -huh. um you know no problem going toe to toe mm -hmm. with uh, the shotgunners you know the pulse rifle folks yeah well they it, got, it they, depends on the map you know mm -hmm. and and how you're playing that night yeah they got rid of shotguns as king you know in the crucible recently yeah. but still i mean brutal, they're still, still wrecked in trials yeah. by shotguns yeah, yeah there's still weapons that 
you know our king like it's like you use these weapons or these weapons if you want to win and that's that's still kind of an issue i would like to see that kind of smoothed out a little more it's something they've been working on with destiny yeah. one and I, I think really they would need like a new engine they'd have to like have new weapon types would be great like dual wielding was introduced in halo 2 that was i want it on addition. the record that i think dual wielding ruined halo 2 so i yeah. do not want that okay. Okay. but i like where your head's at uh -huh. i think to me i've said this before on the show or maybe it wasn't unlocked but i've definitely said it on the record before that to me balance doesn't mean especially in a competitive game balance doesn't mean that everything's viable mm -hmm. what it means is that the playing field can be even all things considered equal. So, for instance, Halo One I think is perfectly balanced, even if the even if the pistol is superbly overpowered. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everyone has that pistol. Yeah. So if you're not using it, then you're being a detriment to your team by not using it. I think Destiny, as it stands right now, most of the weapons are pretty viable. Mm -hmm. Like in like Fran pointed out, it's situational. It depends on the map. It depends mm -hmm. on where you're fighting and what you're trying to do and what role you're playing on your team. But there's only a few standout options that f seem a little like they're a little bit broken. Like, like shotguns with, still aren't completely fixed. I get wrecked by them with yeah. trials. Yeah. Like when yeah, like a fusion. Was king. Yeah. yeah. But you see, that was the thing. Is like I liked that. I actually thought the, I did too. I actually thought that era of uh, House of Wolves, the Thorn Last Word era, that's the most balanced Destiny's ever went been because everyone used Thorn or Last Word. Yeah. Yeah. It made it perfectly balanced. We, we both are a little <laughs> biased. So we all both With are a little biased because we love the pistols. We yeah. just like how they fired. We like how they controlled. And shotguns were severely broken in that era. So like I think that, yeah, that's, shotguns that's were broken. But I actually think it was, was more introduced. blink that was broken. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. more blink shotgun than it was mm -hmm. just shotguns. Yeah. And again, that's the thing is. To me, that's balanced. Why? Because if you know shotguns are overpowered, go find the best shotgun, and then you're now overpowered, and you're on the same level playing field as the guy who you thought was imbalanced, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's tough. Like, you want to feel like you have a chance, and that's where it does get tricky. Like, some weapons are going to be the best. Yeah. Like, that's mm -hmm. how it's designed. And that, to your point, yeah, you can't just keep using some shotgun that you want if it's if it's not as good as the other not one. As good, yeah. So you have to adapt. So either, you know what I mean? So I'm glad you made that point because I think that's the big distinction is I don't think it's a fair argument philosophically to be like, this game's not balanced because I can't use X terrible weapon yeah. because I like it and expect to win. Yeah. Like, that's not balanced. Yeah, you should have a chance. That's part of the point of things. Sometimes people feel like helpless. Um, oh, yeah. But, but that's I mean, where there's I so many do. weapons. I talked about it before, but I played, a guy, I played against a guy in Trials who's name was no land beyond and he yeah. only used no land <laughs> yeah. beyond and he wrecked us all yeah. like we won eventually because good teamwork mm -hmm. can you know but he killed us so many times we were like this guy dude he's <laughs> just like a savant Brutal. with that terrible yep. weapon mm -hmm. and i think like that's a good example of where you can have you have a chance for the most part, I think, with guns if you know and, how to play right. Yep. And Destiny launched with vehicles. You may have forgotten, but yeah. there was a oh, moon no, map I, that was actually. Fun. I got. I would love to see vehicles again. I got the moon map. Uh, yeah. It was in rotation. No way. I did. Yeah. Really? I, I, just haven't, gotten it. It. I, I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten it. And it was yeah. awesome because there were so many new players that had no idea what was going on. <laughs> They're like, "Is so this you, a new map? Yeah. Like, they this they is were so cool." I was, and that's actually, I went in and tested my old. I brought back my Purifier Seven, which was my favorite fusion. This was when they rebalanced. I was like, "All right, let me." 
hop in. Yeah, and I got the moon map. And man, I was just like wrecking shop because I think people were pretty confused at like where people like, were what are these from. turrets? What, what's yeah. a tank? There's a tank? But here? That's when actually when I tested, I was just yeah. like wrecking shop. I was like, fusions are awesome again. But I think it was just that. That was a fun map because you had to use your supers to get rid of the tanks. Snipers were all over the place. There were some really great sniper spots. Idea, I, I missed that. The idea was there, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I agree, yeah. they need more of that. Like, yeah. It'd be great to have a map like that that works, mm-hmm. that didn't feel like it lasted forever and started to become tedious, which yeah. it started to. You know? so, so to wrap up my wish for Destiny 2, that would be uh, vehicular maps, mm-hmm. uh, maps that people can make and customize matchmaking. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I mean, yeah. Bungie has Bungie... Oh, hit the trifecta with Halo back in the day with guns, yeah. grenades, vehicles, right? Yeah. All of them were perfect in Halo. How are they not in Destiny? Yeah. You know? Balancing those supers. It's they early. have two out of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the grenade types. I love the guns. Yeah. But the vehicles leave something to be desired. And actually, I've talked about it before, but like it'd be really cool to see vehicles just implemented, not just in Crucible, like you asked, but also I think it'd be really great if we had raid encounters or strikes that mm-hmm. were a little bit more vehicle-oriented. Yeah. Like, one of your dudes in your, if like, let's say it's a strike, right? Mm-hmm. One of them has to be in a tank laying down cover fire the whole time while yeah. other people on the ground are, oh, like, diffusing things or whatever. Something like that would yeah. be a cool PVE mechanic that we could see implemented in raids and strikes, yeah. and it's different. Sean, let's move on to your topic next. I yeah, think he just did. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, no, he, was, quite, he yeah. a little bit. So let's uh, go right into it. So the thing I would love to see in Destiny Two or whatever this big content drop for Destiny Year Three would be is improved and deeper RPG mechanics. Like mm-hmm. one of the things that I've always said about Destiny is this: it's this great, awesome shooter that feels good to run around in and shoot the guns, and all of the guns are really unique, but it just kind of takes place in this sort of bland and not so deep RPG framework. Like it, it, it aspires to be an MMORPG like World of Warcraft or have really deep sort of min-maxing mechanics like Diablo 3, but it doesn't quite get there, right? Mm-hmm. And what I mean is like, to use a very specific example, mm-hmm. uh, I run a Titan, and most of the time in PVE these days, I'm running Sunbreaker, but in raids, I have to do Defender because Bubble is just incredible, right? But I thought, why don't I run a different Defender build that is less uh, predicated on the Bubble and more about this like generating orbs and playing a really aggressive playstyle? And what I would do is use Armor of Light for my Bubble. Invective, so I'm always regenerating ammo, mm-hmm. uh, and then use overload, which instantly regenerates your melee. And then every time you melee kill something, it gives you an overshield. Mm-hmm. And every time you get a shotgun kill, it gives you an overshield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you just run killing all of the ads, and you generate all these orbs and kill all sorts of ads for your team, and it's just a really highly efficient strike build. Turns out that the shotgun and the melee share the same cooldown, and that is not... <laughs> Any that like that's not actually written anywhere. I had to go research that online, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself like, that's a great idea for a build that would change the playstyle of the defender in the framework that they've given me. But I can't do it. Why can't I do it in a game like Diablo or World of Warcraft? I would be able to do it because they give players the freedom to tailor the builds mm-hmm. to their mm-hmm. exact playstyle and kind of figure out really awesome and new ways to play the classes, which I think is awesome, and I want that because right now as a Titan. You run the same three things over and over again, or it used to be two things, but now they nerf Sunbreakers, right? You either yeah. ran Sunbreaker or Defender in Raids. I mean, you definitely didn't run Sunbreaker in Raids. You ran Defender in Raids, and mm-hmm. in Strikes and PvE, mm-hmm. or PvP, yeah, you could I, I do... Yeah, I never saw a Striker. Yeah, now you yeah. see them a little bit more because they nerf Sunbreakers, like mm-hmm. I said. But 
if they could give the same depth that a game, then maybe not even the same depth, because it's difficult to compare World of Warcraft and Diablo to a game like Destiny, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But even just like if you increase the depth by like 25% or 50% and allowed players to kind of do that min-maxing and theory crafting with how efficient they can be, that would be so much more engaging for those really, really hardcore players who are looking for that experience. And that's what I would love to see in Destiny 2. Another mechanic you've talked about a lot is transmog. Mm -hmm. Transmogrification, another mm -hmm. thing that is great in terms of uh, flexibility. Like it really allows you to customize your look, which mm -hmm. is, I mean, let's be real. Like that's half of what Destiny is. Is like, how cool does my guardian look yeah. in this gear, shaders and, and stuff, right? And sometimes they look really goofy. Yeah, yeah and I mean, someone brought it up <laughs> yeah. the other day, but like one of the coolest cloaks is like this level 10 hunter cloak that you get really early on yeah. in the game. And it's a bummer. you can't use it because your light level would be way too low, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I could just use the look of that. Oh, and by the way, for those who don't know, transmogrification is just a mechanic that was introduced in Diablo uh, that allows you Diablo to- Diablo or Warcraft first? I'm pretty sure it was introduced by Blizzard. Let's stick with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't want to go 100 percent on the record, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Diablo. Uh, but, but it the allows examples you you're to, using are that yeah. as the point. Yeah, it allows you to take the look of one item that you've previously discovered and apply it to another item of the same type. Mm -hmm. So let's say I discovered that level 10 hunter cloak, yeah. and I have this other hunter cloak that's way better. I can use that look on this other one. It costs me like gold or whatever. Mm -hmm. In yeah. Destiny, maybe it's glimmer. Yeah, or please silver. let it be glimmer and not silver, please. <laughs> yeah, but it just allows the game to be a little bit more flexible and tailored to people's play styles and uh, desires in the game. And I think that is what we're looking for. In that's what I'm looking for in terms of the RPG mechanics. Everything else, I think, is great. Mm -hmm. It's fun to shoot. It's fun to run. The vehicles are even pretty cool. The maps are good. With There's a, a good variety there. It's been a like, big request yeah. for sure. It's yeah. like we all have some of our favorite gear. Like I still like the vault helmet a ton. Oh yeah, on warlock and yeah. Granted, that's year one, but let's assume that it was year two. Mm -hmm. you, you probably still wouldn't wear it because of these problems. It'd be like light level 287 or something. Yeah. Like, ah, and I run into that all the time. But, mm -hmm. like, imagine if you could be like, okay, so right now, basically in raids, I've only been using Smite of, Smite of Moraine, right? Mm -hmm. A Harrowed Smite of Moraine. Yep. I have a 317. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty. It's, nice it's really good. Yeah. It's, a, it's pretty in terms of its look, mm -hmm. but it's also really, really good. But what if I used, like, I want to have, okay, well, let's say... I have a 315 hung you jury, and two. it's two light less, two light levels less, but it has Firefly, and mm -hmm. if I spec one particular thing, in the long run, maybe it's DPS is higher. I want to be able to look at, I want a spreadsheet, man. I want to be able to make spreadsheets <laughs> on spreadsheets and min-max every little thing so that I can make the most efficient guardian possible yeah. for mm -hmm. any particular activity. Yeah. It's theory crafting, man. Like, that is so much fun. I remember back in world, back in the World of Warcraft days, half of the time I played that game, I was tabbing in and out, looking at the forums, being like, well, how can out. I play yeah. more efficiently? How can I be better at the game? Mm -hmm. And Destiny just doesn't quite have yeah. that depth. It's close. Yeah, but. yeah I mean, it, it's really interesting because it's intentionally designed, right, as it's deep enough without confusing or alienating true, true. right new players i mean people come into destiny as is and they're like i have what is a raid like, seriously <laughs> yeah. like there's it's a lot of language it's a lot of stuff what you're talking about though I, I do think is great but that you know to be fair i think that's the balance they're trying to strike like it's got a skill tree something but to your point it's just not quite you know as varied as you want it something to be. like this is like total fan service for the hardcore though you know like obviously sean would like it i think it would be really no, fun totally. like once you got to that level you know, and he's but, entitled to that. I, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, background check. Oh, yeah, right? I get it. Yeah. It's not, meaning, in other words, I don't think they 
don't want that either, the hardcore mm-hmm. at Bungie who are making this game, but how do you strike that design? Um, but that's where I think either way there's room for improvement mm-hmm. in the depth because we all arrive at that certain level and yeah, like weapons just sit there dead, mm-hmm. gear goes dead because yeah. like yeah, what I'm wearing predominantly after playing Taken King for, I don't know, 150, 200 hours. Great gear. Well, no, a mix, but mostly, it's a couple, it's like iron companion boots yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But the point is, it is tied to light level. It is not tied to look. And even then, like, I haven't, because you can't do twist of fate on legendary gear, right? So, yeah, you're, you're, to your point, Sean, you may not have some of the perks and stuff you want. Like, sometimes I just want to wear whatever, cool-looking boots that help me against Arc Splash. And, yeah, like, I want that to be, I think to your point, you want that functionality. Um and maybe where I was going with it is you want it in a way where it's additive, but not required. Totally. Yeah. And I recognize that there are some aspects of the game or some items in the game where maybe you don't implement transmogrification mm-hmm. in a blanket way, right? Because sometimes you want to be able to look at a guardian. Like an exotic's an exotic. Yeah, think, like you actually. want to be able to know by looking at that gear what it is, right? And if transmog, like if I could, for instance, it may be deceptive if I go into Crucible and I've transmogged all of my stuff to be like level one stuff and I look like a nobody, but I'm wearing yeah. the best gear. Like that'd be fun, though. It would be cool. But yeah. that's the thing is like with some that's exotics, like I'm sure people like, off. like the stag yeah. and they stuff. They like, would see your light the level. The look, I mean. yeah. The, but not you can't see your enemy's light level without like going into the roster. And that's looking, what I was saying. Yeah. Is going to roster. Yeah. But good yeah. point. It's deep, deeper in there. I like yeah, that. but that's I think. Well, that'd be a, that'd be another thing they would probably for regular adjust, legendary though. gear. Yeah. I think that's fine. But for exotics, like I, it bugs me that you can't. Like some exotics don't change with shaders. Mm-hmm. Like oh, totally. So many of my outfits are the ruined outfits. by that. Like, uh, oh, I can't even change the color. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I recognize Justin some... Justin loves your top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, maybe you can't transmog weapons, right? Because those yeah. are another iconic Yeah, at first look. I thought yeah. you mostly meant, you know, just um, wardrobe and stuff. But mm-hmm. but either way, I mean, transmog of any kind on even a few things would be awesome. So I think it's the right call. Um, yeah, like, maybe you just make it legendary gear at first and see how it, that goes. Yeah, it, it all mm-hmm. goes back to the root of, I think, what you're getting at, right? It is that customization on a deeper <clears> level for people who love that. You know, there's people who spend... So many hours to your yeah. point, like just optimizing and yeah, making yeah. spreadsheets that's, with friends and mm-hmm. that's yeah. what's so cool to me is like if I could look if if you had a three twenty, you know yeah like it, I use that example but if you had a three twenty primary weapon and you were like well I have this three eleven that it doesn't like at first glance it doesn't look like it but with this build I can mm-hmm. optimize it so that it is better for this particular situation and then I'm a god in that particular <laughs> situation yeah. and you do that for every situation in the game it just creates this level of engagement that like is basically at least as I've seen unprecedented in Destiny right mm-hmm. like there are people who've played thousands of hours but like it would be hundreds of thousands of hours yeah. if it was that engaging for those people yeah, and I think that's like I, I don't have a problem as a hardcore player of games like this I think you balance and design for those people mm-hmm. in my mind like philosophically that's the right way to do things definitely thank you Sean any You're final welcome. thoughts no I mean yeah also, in terms of, like, well, I specifically said deeper RPG mechanics, but yeah. that also goes for the storytelling side of the RPG. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, they, they proved to us before with Taken King that they can tell stories well and cinematically with great mm-hmm. memorable characters and performances. Give me that, but tell me the story that was supposed to be in Destiny 1. I oh, want to yeah. know what the Traveler's doing on Earth. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know who the darkness is. I want to know what <laughs> happened why. during the collapse. Mm-hmm. Like these are all things that establish the world of Destiny, which through the course of this RPG we've never got any answers to. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like, only twenty percent through it, according to the original yeah. plan. <laughs> True, yes. but I mean, like, I again philosophically as a storyteller, I think you should tell a story and have it be self-contained, and then you can build upon that as the game goes on instead of doing one hundred percent over it over the one hundred percent of the yeah. game's lifespan. But yeah, like. That part in the original campaign, when you go to like the moon or something, and you find that the 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 hive, I think it's the mm-hmm. hive, have like taken a part of the traveler and are like siphoning its energy mm-hmm. through the shard. And then you stop them, and then and you stop them, and you're like, oh my god, this is a huge plot point. They've taken the traveler. Mm-hmm. That's how they're like infiltrating all this, and literally that goes nowhere. Yeah, yeah. like that story just ends. A, yeah. a lot of problems with the the core yeah, story. Yeah, but like. That's I want to see those narrative threads explored yeah, in the definitely. RPG aspect. They, so yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, the rumor has been a lot of that stuff blew up, and these are the fragments mm-hmm. of that. And they totally, pulling together totally. all these things. We saw a little bit in Taken King. So, yeah. but that's what Fran- I mean. Is for Taken Two, I would love to see those things explored. Of course, yeah. Fran, what about you? What are your wishes? Man, <clears throat> where to start for Destiny <laughs> Two or Year Three? Big update, whatever it may be. Um, as a quick recap, I had trouble choosing because. A um, couple things that I always talk about. Uh, one is sort of the definitely how bosses react and enemies react, right? Mm. More reactive. Mm-hmm. I just always like like weak points and <clears throat> you know animations, right? When you tag someone in uh, a you, glowing eye, you know it explodes out and it's now they can't see, right? A little of yeah. how like the Vex when you pop their head off. More more Things Legend like of that. Zelda. Fran wants more Legend well, no. of Zelda. And, no, it's it's Metroid. It's Not Zelda. A bad but thing they did to sort no, of no, no, no. want to emulate. I know. <laughs> and to be fair, yeah. they've they've done some of that, right? The Cabal. Uh-huh. I mean, the shields, the the light shields when they added those in with the Taken um, Cabal, who like yeah. push you back. Those yeah. physics are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More stuff like that because it takes you by surprise. It really does. Yeah. And I, I want more of that, but more that's also clever. Like if I could shoot out that light shield first. Yeah. So now they can't do it to me. Now I know I can make that jump and not get pushed off. And anyway, and then stuff their like whole that. mechanic changes. Yeah. So anyway, wanted to talk about maybe stuff like that. Another huge thing for me has just been the, there's so many great weapons uh, and switching, you know, between stuff and and heavily in PvE, I will say, because I understand the balancing act in PvP. Mm -hmm. But the point is weapons wheel or something that like, seriously, if I want to switch between a sidearm and a shotgun and the clutch, like, why not? You know, yeah. but th- thought a lot about that. That could really change the game. And then, um, obviously, one of the other big, big things I always talk about is the time and the convenience of playing and how much joy you get out of every minute. Um, and so, out of all that, that's why I recap the first two. It's the third <laughs> one that I'm so focused on. So, joy. It is, I spend so much time sitting around, managing, looking for things, using apps that are not made by Bungie. Thankfully, you know, they they have the new item manager, mm-hmm. which is improving, but They're it's on a laptop, yeah. and it's not in the game. So where I'm going with this is, that's I, I really do hope this is what they're working on, but you look at the interface for the vault system, your inventory, all that. It is very glossy and pretty, but man, it takes time to load. I it can't even get to heavy ammo in the clutch. I'm like, yeah. I pick where to hide sometimes, right? Because you know that how long it's going to take. I can't believe that they didn't implement that with the Taken King. Before that, yeah. we were even talking but, like, give mm-hmm. me a way to access heavy, yeah. just yeah. like with the D pad. Yeah. But, yeah. but these are big things. So my point is, I would love to see. I'm being specific now, so because we <laughs> talked about this a lot. I really want to see a dumbed down to be very direct, like just like the internet, like Google, whatever it needs to be. I mean, mm-hmm. that's super like ugly, but you get my point. I want to see just inventory that's super fast, super easy to use, um, and all of it's there. So on one side, 
you know, the vault obviously is super important, mm-hmm. but just but it really is when you think about it. It's rooted in this design that is just it's pretty. It's awesome. You can inspect. I mean, I do like that, but they somehow got to figure out how to make that just so what, fast. Why do we even have a vault? Why not just let us hold everything on us? Yeah, you get it. Why do I have to go to the tower or yeah. pull up an app? The time required mm-hmm. to like grab a weapon is absurd, you know, really, mm-hmm. because it's punishing. <clears throat> and that's my point. Like, oh, whatever. I want my invective. Like that thought to getting it should literally be like, start, scroll over. Grab it. Got it. Yeah. It is nowhere close to that. And that's my point mm-hmm. because that's the stuff for me that really takes away from the game for me. The time that like I want to play and there's all these roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And you know, I understand how they arrive there. You know, again, it's a pretty bold. It's game. limitations well, of especially the engine. because like do you play multiple characters? Uh, I only play Warlock. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but you have yeah, multiple I have three. characters. I have three right? Warlocks, yeah, so. so like back in the day when I was playing three, I'm only playing one now. And eventually I'll move up my second. So the time. Like, yeah, when you jump on and you raid and then you're like, all right, new character, switch characters, and now I have to move all of the gear that I want to use like with a phone app, like it's yeah. just really annoying. Like how can I just not switch them immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Exact, exactly. And so the next part of this obviously is the weapons you carry and the amount of gear you carry. Uh, obviously there's a balance there because the more that they allow you to have directly in front of you, the more confusing it is to find anything and it becomes very hard to make decisions about what you need to get rid of. Filters. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yes, but what I mean is I want at least another three slots per thing. You know, it's just Ugh. way too little, if not a lot more than that, especially for weapons, a lot more. But I, that, again, huge improvement for me. And also, again, a new system that makes it easy to cycle. Like, think of this. Like, sometimes I'm going into trials, and when I want to go to heavy round, right, I actually am planning where I'm putting um, the, the weapon. The weapons, yeah. Yeah, because the way they change is they change with each other yep. when you re-slot them. Mm-hmm. So I'll do this little, like, swapping them to get to, as close to scrolling over yeah. to get there. I do that for multiplayer all the time right? because yeah. sometimes you need to switch between shotgun and sniper. You need exactly. to be able to do it quick. And then, like, when you go in your menu, it takes time to load. And you need to be able to do it That's like right. that, especially yeah. in multiplayer. Weapon switching, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to solve this. I mean, I'm sure they've been thinking about it. But that's a big change. Could make a dramatic improvement. Mm-hmm. Weapon switching, weapon organization. Inventory. But the vault, man, again, I'm just trying to reduce the need in time. Like, I just want to play the game. I want to go in the nightfall and immediately be ready without the apps and the this and the that. Uh, it's very complicated. So please solve that. But then part of this that I've been thinking about on sort of the easier to play, the time investment, Um and I, I don't know if this is just me, but hopefully not. And I'm curious what you guys think. Like, they really got to nail that, like, status looking for um, in your roster or something, like, of your friends list. Oh. Meaning, or even another way, it's solving for LFG as well. But the first step is of my friends. When I want to play, like, Golgoroth Challenge or whatever, mm-hmm. ideally it would just say that, like, right in my banner or whatever. Yeah. And you yeah. scroll over, that's what you know I'm looking for. And even then, maybe you could put out a beacon. Like, I'm looking, I'm looking. Something, maybe you prioritize requests, like I'm looking mm-hmm. on your friends a lo- list. A lot of MMOs have done this and done it really well. There's no reason Destiny couldn't come up with a mechanic that would work. Yeah. I mean, maybe you know? even tie it to the tower, right? Like, you can go and you can, by entering the tower, you are basically entering, like, a in World of Warcraft, it was, like, general chat, right? Or yeah. LFG, looking for group, right? Yep. But you enter in, and you have the option, you don't have to do it, but you have the option of setting a status that says you're looking for group, and if you do that, people can... Like it notifies you, or notifies other players in the area, yeah, or that yeah. people are looking or in a queue. That so you just players who are in queue and want to do something. Final Fantasy does that too. You just say, "I want to do this thing." You go play the game and do other stuff, and then when a group needs somebody, they're like, 
hey, dude, do you want to join us? And you just go right into it. Yeah. yeah. It's a really fantastic yeah. system. But again, to stress, yeah. first I'm just talking about with my friends. And yeah. I have a lot of you know awesome guardians from the show that have, yeah. have added me. And just again, like last night, I'm just looking for six people to do Golgoroth Challenge. I'm a third character. And uh, it just takes time. That's yeah. all. And I know it'd be if I literally went into the, the match waited there and put out that beacon it probably very quickly there'd be people who are looking but instead what happened was you know everybody's doing the same thing that we've all done is you start hovering over people's names inspect okay yeah. he's in the, i think he's there well, also, you don't know. it would also give players who want to engage in those activities an option of doing that with people that they don't know like let's say you don't have friends mm -hmm. or like people on yeah. your friends list you can engage with people like without having to go to an external site and look for a group that you may or may not yeah, and, go with. And that's where I think you get into the filters between friends and public and all mm -hmm. that. But again, for starters, just with your friends, because right, those are people you can trust and raid with. We could do the whole song and dance about should raid be matchmaking, but I'm gonna skip that part right yeah. now and just focus on my ability to communicate what I wanna do. And again, time saved in Destiny is fun had because now I don't feel like it's punishing. Uh, yeah. I definitely skip things all the time because I'm like, I've already, it's been 30 minutes just to get into the Gold yeah. Challenge. It's just way to get too your, much. It took like 30 minutes just to get a group together today. Yeah, I'm willing to say that uh, upwards of 30% of my playtime is management, looking for people, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And that's way too big of a number when you got people playing 1,000 hours, 300 hours. Definitely. No. Yeah. So last point uh, I was gonna make is a little off topic to that, but it was just like, yeah, it's in the same vein of sort of how easy it is to do stuff. I think they tried to get there with Prison of Elders. But yeah, like just a two player, a co-op, a something just very simple to like play with a friend. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be three, doesn't have to be six. Like, but go through a story mode that is a little more co-op based, or I don't know what the solution is, but two player, easier point of entry. Just more sort more. of PvE options. Yeah. Probably that, you know, but I feel like every time I play, it's gotta be, you know, the three people, right? Yeah. Traditionally, but it's also not really designed cleverly around three people, I would say. Mm -hmm. And that's a generalization, by the way, but what I mean is maybe there could be some two-player-esque type mode or challenge or something where it's very specific to, to two people. Depending playing. on how many and people you go in with, you get a different experience. Yeah, maybe it's just a rotation of two-player strikes instead of it being the strikes, you know, there. They Sapex have other Prime. designs. Yeah. I've never played yeah. that strike since Taken King because okay. it's yeah. not in the playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but anyway, um, yeah. that was just a general thought. I mean, obviously you can just hop into uh, strike rotations and stuff, Definitely. but it just feels like it's still yeah. missing something with my friends. Yeah, you know. So any final thoughts? No, I mean I'm excited. Yeah. They they made tons of improvements for Taken King. So if yeah. that's any indication, I think that was their first step at let's take what we have, let's mm -hmm. clean it up as much as possible. I will say I don't think you're going to see a ton of big changes like this before this next big update, and hopefully mm -hmm. September <clears throat> October next year. But um. I hope it's really significant for the next one. I mean, and also we didn't even get into what the raids could be. I yeah, mean, There's a lot they could be doing. Kind of going off what you were saying, I think a big part of that would be ditching old gen consoles. Oh, oh that's yeah. gonna happen with Destiny 2. I'm almost convinced that they're not gonna do like, it Like you wanna again. give you wanna give players like a next gen, streamlined, fast experience. Yep. Make it a next gen only console. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah whatever you need to do to you know? get to where we talked about we yeah. want to be, then yeah, um, move on. Sorry yeah. PS3 and Xbox 360, I love you. Yeah. But yeah. no, technology is ten years old now. Super important here. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't make one game for every platform. It's very challenging. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for joining joining me, and thank you for joining us for this holiday episode yeah. of Fire Team Chat. This is our Destiny show. You can support the show by leaving a review on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And what else can they do, friend? 
Uh, you covered it. That's the main yeah. one. Get into the comments. Have a conversation with your fellow guardians. But there's also this really cool shirt. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> that can, you can get. get. Hopefully you already got one for uh, the holidays. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can get a Fireteam chat at uh, go.ign.com slash store. Is that right, yeah. Dustin? That's correct. And uh, as always, you can check us out on our yeah. Xbox One app, yeah. our IGN One channel, which is an always-on streaming channel. Mm-hmm. That, of course, is programmatic, but you'll find us there sometimes chatting in there. And then uh, PS4, we're on Amazon, Fire, uh, Roku, and all over the place. So Happy holidays, everybody. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.